In this country, physicians spend an inordinate amount of time on just administrative tasks, such as documenting patient care, uh, interacting with the EHRs to put orders and things like that. And, and it's a huge, huge cause of physician burnout. excited today to be joined by Harjinder Sandhu. He's up in Kirkland, Washington, CEO of Sekara. Uh, welcome, Harjinder. Thank you. It's great to be here with you today. Absolutely. So your product is an AI assistant for physicians. So if anyone's watching and you're a, a physician or a nurse practitioner and you're wanting to automate charting, this may be a tool you want to look into. Now, a quote I noticed on your site from uh, Dr. Meg uh, Fitzsimmons, she said, my charting is done within 30 seconds of leaving a patient's room. So I'm curious, when you started, uh, Sekara, what problem did you set out to solve and, and how has that changed over these years? So what uh, the problem is basically this. So in this country, physicians spend an inordinate amount of time on just administrative tasks, such as documenting patient care, uh, interacting with the EHRs to put orders and things like that. And, and it's a huge, huge cause of physician burnout, not to mention productivity loss and loss of revenue for the, for the health systems. Uh, and it's interestingly, it's universal across all specialties. Pretty much every physician you talk to say, you know, I, I just spend way too much time on my keyboard. I spend more time on my keyboard actually than I do seeing patients. Uh, and so what we're doing by automating the documentation process by listening in on doctor patient conversations and creating those clinical notes automatically, we're relieving physicians of that burden uh, and allowing them to do what they really signed up to do, which is see patients and uh, provide care. I'm excited to dig in a little bit more in our conversation about the technology and how you do that. But first, I want to ask, when you started, say, Sekara, Sekara? Sekara, yeah. Sekara, I get that right. Uh, and I think it's like, kind of like, say Siri, Sekara. Say, say exactly. Kara is the name of our virtual assistant. And so you literally say Kara in order to ask it to Got listen. It. Yeah. So Sekara, five years, uh, let's see, was this five years ago? Yeah. Did it start five coming up on six years? If what's one thing you wish you had known five, six years ago? How complex this space is. I've been in healthcare for a lot, long, long time. So I should have known better. Um, but, um, you know, healthcare is really complex and it's, uh, uh, there's a lot of changes going on. Um, so I think by and large, you know, if you're, if you're going into healthcare, you better go in eyes wide open and understand how complex this landscape is. Well, I'm excited for our next episode and our segment to talk about your journey of what it took to get there. So for those who want to listen to it, stay tuned for that one. But to come more into the solution that you've built, you understood the problem and you set out to, to solve it. Tell me, what does it look like, a typical use case? Maybe even show one of your, uh, talk about one of your customers in a daily activity. So, uh, so our app runs on an iPhone. Uh, so physicians carry around their iPhone. They, uh, when they open our app, uh, what they see is a list of their patients for the day. Uh, so we import their patient schedule. They tap on a patient. Uh, and the, from that point on, different physicians can use it differently. But here's a typical use case that we would, uh, we would see. Physician goes, sits with the patient. They get the patient's permission to turn our app on because our app is going to listen and record that conversation. Uh, so they turn it on. And from that point on, it's just listening. It's... Uh, um, and it's trying to interpret what's going on in that conversation. Now, physicians can 
direct some of the conversation to Kara and say, hey, Kara, you know, just make a note of this or that. Or in other cases, they can just be completely passive and say, you know what, just listen, listen and figure it out. Uh, and ultimately, what we're going to do by the end of that encounter is we're going to have captured that encounter, uh, what that conversation has been about. And our job is to get a clinical note that's consistent with what's happened in that doctor-patient visit into the electronic medical record. And if I understand correctly about your platform, is it integrates both um, natural language processing and artificial intelligence with then human-assisted right. um, elements so that it's not just relying on a computer to figure it all out, which would not be good for accuracy and healthcare, but it's right. that combined assistance. Is that how it works? That's correct. So the AI is doing its bit to try to interpret that conversation. Uh, we do have a human in the loop to make sure that what we're creating is actually clinically correct. Um, of course, as you say, you don't want to put spurious data in. Ultimately, the physician has to be the final reviewer anyways. Uh, but uh, our goal from the outset has been to use this human in the loop model uh, to begin and then iterate towards a model where the human is doing less and less and ultimately end up with a purely autonomous solution. And we're getting there. We're getting to uh, to certain parts of our system that actually don't require human assistance and uh, more and more of that that uh, the system can do automatically. You're investing in the future, the platform itself, the end user. The physician or nurse practitioner doesn't see a difference, but you're you're investing the people hours to slowly reduce that as the technology advances. That's correct. Yeah. This is a very exciting time for that to be, and it sounds like you're getting closer and closer to that fact. To be able to build this, have you built your own training models? Is that how um, for it to detect certain elements? Are you building or using kind of uh, uh, third party or open source? Um, now we actually, um, so uh, there's two parts of that answer. One is that we've built a lot of the core tech ourselves. Um, and the really difficult part of this, um, which is really understanding what's happening in a conversation. If you go into see a doctor and you have a cough and, you know, these days they might be worried that you have COVID. So they're going to do a COVID assessment and so forth. What our system tries to do is try to understand not only the words that are being said, which is what a traditional speech recognition system would do, um, but also the kind of care that's being provided here. So to understand that, hey, there's a COVID assessment going on here in this particular visit, and what are the elements that we need to capture in order to properly document this particular visit? How long has the cough been going on? Have you had any interaction with other people that are sick and so on and so forth? So it begins to build a base, a model to say, here's all the information I generally need to collect based upon past experience for this kind of a visit. Uh, and so let me go hunting in this conversation as I listen to this natural language, let me go hunting for this information to see if I can piece together the story of this particular visit. And so it does that, as I said, you know, it, it has human assistance today to make sure it gets all of it. And all of that human assistance allows it to just get better and better. But the core tech is, is uh, I would say it's we built it ourselves just to get it to that point. Why is this? How is this different from other options out there? Maybe it's just voice dictation or other types of solutions. Yeah. So if you think about what's been out there, so I was part of uh, Nuance Communications, which sells a product called Dragon, which is the leading speech recognition solution out there. Uh, Dragon does a really good job of capturing narratives. So, and what that means is that if you speak, if you dictate, it'll just take that and translate that directly word for word verbatim into a note. 
so, and that's what physicians, a lot of physicians use. They, they're just verbatim dictating into the note. But what it doesn't do is capture data. It doesn't capture information and interpret that information. And so what uh, most medical record systems these days want is they want information, they want data as discrete data. And so what physicians are ending up doing is doing a lot of pointing and clicking to put that data in. So that's a big difference there is that what we're doing is we're capturing discrete information and populating the medical records with that discrete information. The other side is, you know, there's a lot of uh, physicians that just employ scribes, uh, which are, you know, really high cost people that are shadowing those physicians to take these notes. And so between those two extremes, you have a solution like ours, which does ostensibly what a scribe would otherwise do, but, you know, at a, uh, in a much more automated and cost effective way for physicians. So those who are looking for a better solution than just dictating and then having to enter it later and much a cheaper solution than actually paying for a full-time scriber, this is nicely in between. Yeah. What's the future for the company? If you had to paint a vision, share any part of the roadmap, what would you share? So I think the biggest thing when, when I started the company, the bigger vision was that we were going to create something that was a true clinical AI assistant for physicians. And what that means is in the short term, we're taking what doctors are saying and we're passively listening in, right? So we're, we're listening in and we're trying to create a note. We're not interrupting the doctors anyway. We're not saying, hey, you know, look at me and you know, do this as you, you might imagine a virtual assistant would do. Um, so our first step is just to be passive and just create that document, uh, that note, or put that order into the EMR and let the physician review it and sign off on it. But as you get better and better at interpreting dialogue at understanding what's going on in this encounter. And we have more and more information and historical information and information from the medical records to bring to bear. What we imagine is that we will start transitioning. We're starting some little pieces of that now is that we're transitioning to being able to participate more actively in the process of delivering care to start nudging physicians and say, Hey, for this particular patient, you really need to document, um, you know, some counseling on uh, nutrition, for example, or for this particular patient, this patient uh, is due for their colonoscopy. Now that patient might be there for an ankle sprain and, you know, the rest of their care is the last thing in the mind of this physician. But that's the kind of thing that a system that has all of the data available to it can start bringing to bear and say, hey, yeah, I know you're focused on this thing, but there's this bigger thing here that's sitting there for that patient to be addressed. And that's a a real-time uh, ability for it to suggest it or is it that's kind of cool. and as i said we're just starting to get into those kinds of suggestions and stuff like that but yeah that's the idea that in real time the patient is there the doctor and patient are sitting there and before the doctor starts seeing that patient or while they're sitting there it can start suggesting uh things passively we don't the last thing we want again is to start interrupting that hey you know doctor kind of you know you should really change this it's much more uh, passive than that. It's just on the screen. And if they want to look over and say, hey, here's some additional information I should incorporate into my dialogue, I'll do that. If you had to share one thought or insight for a, a physician or a, a nurse practitioner that they should know going forward from here, even uh, apart from your solution, just how to be thinking about technology and using it going forward, is there any insight that you can share? Yeah. So, you know, this is a problem uh, just in terms of documentation that, as I said, virtually every physician, every uh, every care provider in the country is burdened with documentation. Uh, the solutions are, are coming. I mean, they're here. Uh, we have solutions like ours that uh, provide something today that physicians can use. 
and they're getting better and better. So I would say uh, we're not too far from a world where pretty much every physician is going to be using a solution like this. And so for all the physicians out there that find themselves very, very frustrated uh, by uh, sitting long hours in the evening trying to do their charting and, you know, typing away at their keyboards, um, you know, that you know, the days of that are numbered, I think, for those physicians. And for the physicians that want a solution today, they can have it, but those solutions are getting better. Uh, what's the business model? Is it a, is a monthly, yearly contract? How does that work? It's a monthly service fee. So physicians pay for the month and they use it as much as they want for as many patients as they want in that month. And where can folks go to learn more? And what's that first step that they usually, they should take? Uh, so they can go to our website, saykara.com, S-A-Y-K-A-R-A.com. Uh, and usually the first step for physicians is uh, what we say is, you know, try it out. You can try it out for a month and see if it works for you. There's really nothing to lose in that process. We don't actually even need to deal with your IT group uh, in order to get started. You can just uh, download the app. We set up an account. There's some work that we do to make sure that the system understands your clinical notes uh, and the kinds of uh, patients that you see. Uh, so actually all of the investment in terms of the work is on our side for the physician. It's basically a 15 minute um, training that we do. And it can be as simple as, hey, turn it on and just start talking. Uh, but make sure you talk out loud. And, uh, you know, if you're doing a physical exam, we can't see what you're doing. You have to tell the system what you're doing. Uh, but aside from that, I mean, it's really not that hard. That concludes the audio version of this episode. To see the original and more, visit our Uptech Report YouTube channel. If you know a tech company we should interview, you can nominate them at uptechreport.com. Or if you just prefer to listen, make sure you're subscribed to this series on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcasting app.